You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is for all women, no matter our age and stage in life, to be the best versions of ourselves. And if we happen to be moms, be the best mom ever and maintain our sanity while we do it. Now, today's episode is going to be another one that is going to be great for all women because we are all always trying to be healthy, right? Like be healthy, eat healthy. And we always, you know, there's like, I feel like every year there's like a new name for a diet that comes out. And right now, one that is still popular is the keto diet. So today we're going to be sitting down with Jackie, who is our... Hi, Jackie. (laughs) She is our um, health and nutrition specialist here um, on the podcast. She is a dietitian. She does do this professionally, and she really has lots of great information regarding how we should eat. So, you know, for me, because, you know, I'm not a professional in this field, I'm just going to be like way more just abrupt than Jackie, whatever, because she's super sweet. And, and just say, these are six reasons the keto diet is horrible for you. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to be fair, of course, and Jackie's going to be way more fair than I am. So, but can you give us one reason to start with that kind of the keto might not be a good fit for people? Well, definitely keto, kind of just starting off, just kind of want to um, like define it, kind of what, what keto is first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a high fat diet that's moderate in protein, but very low in carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Um, and so because of this, the number one drawback is it's not recommended for a certain um, certain populations with different diseases because it can actually be contraindicated and even harmful for these groups. So it's a major drawback here. If you have like pancreatic disease, um, liver conditions, thyroid problems, gallbladder disease, or or anyone that has like an eating disorder or disordered eating um, patterns, it's definitely not indicated to have the keto diet for these populations because it can actually be harmful all over um, for these patients. So definitely stay away if you have any of those conditions because it can just make it worse. Wow, that is very interesting. You know, I don't think a lot of people know that, especially, you know, the thyroid one is an interesting one for me, especially, but um, wow, very interesting. Yeah, and a lot of times like a line of treatment for those specific diseases, especially the liver and pancreatic Mm -hmm. is um, actually to have a low um, diet or low fat diet. So this really Mm -hmm. is just opposite of what we recommend for treatments for those um, patients. So not a lot of people may be aware of that. And they might think keto, maybe something healthy can maybe combat what I'm going through with these different diseases, but it really is not for everybody can have harmful um, effects for some. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Just before we get into the number two, one reason why I always thought keto could be dangerous for people is because like, it's a high fat diet, right? So then what is the effects of that on the heart? And then a lot of people who, you know, do keto, they will also be working out because their whole reason for doing it is to lose weight. Mm -hmm. So now you are exerting your heart, yet you're putting a ton of stuff in your body that is harmful to your heart. So that just to me, even with my, you know, lack of, you know, professional experience at this point, just seems like a really bad idea. Yeah. And that's actually number two. Uh, (laughs) You you led me right into it. (laughs) Um, So this one's a little controversial because there's different ways of doing keto. Um, some are lower in carbs and some like 50 grams and some are even more low, more restrictive. So 30 grams. 
mm-hmm. depending on how people are doing it, if they're doing it correctly or um, sticking to it, um, can make a difference to our health and the long-term impacts. And like you're saying with the, the fat, so because it is high in fat, um, it can be high in good fats or high in bad fats. It's really how the person designs the diet. Mm. So when you are undergoing, if someone does choose to do ketogenic, it is suggested or highly suggested to do it with someone who's a professional and can kind of um, st- structure the diet. So it's not high in the bad fats. We don't mm. want it high in saturated fats because just in general, a diet high in um, saturated fats is going to increase our risk for heart disease. It adds to that blocking of the arteries, which is what we don't want. So if you're eating tons and tons of this fatty diet, um, keto or non-keto, it's going to increase our risk for heart disease. So if they're structuring the ketogenic diet with more healthy fats, the unsaturated fatty acids, it may not long-term lead to this, um, lead to high or risk of heart disease, but there, there's not much research long-term effects with ketogenic diets. So the, with all these drawbacks, the main thing is there's not enough research to say it's good or it's bad. Um, so a lot of things are more controversial or just what one person experienced over another person. So there, mm-hmm. there's definitely a need for a lot more research, um, especially in this area, the, the heart disease, um, this high fat diet and the long-term research or long-term effects that it can have um, on somebody if it's done correctly. Obviously, if it's done incorrectly, but we already know the outcomes are not good. Right. That makes sense a little bit. Oh, yeah, it totally does. <laughs> and I just want to say there, though, like, I feel like people who do keto, it's almost like they feel like, oh, I've found this way to to cheat the system. Like, they're <laughs> like, oh, I'm eating tons of bacon. Yes. And, and, and I'm losing weight. And I'm like, hey, you're losing weight, but you're probably also like killing yourself slowly at the same time, like because of the mm-hmm. heart stuff, like if you're eating tons of bacon, no carbs, you know, it just is going to add up. Like, I just, I don't know, yeah. I, but I've never heard of people saying when they go, oh, I'm going to do the keto diet. They don't say, oh, I'm going to be having avocado for my, you know, natural yeah. fats and all this <laughs> exactly, stuff. Yes. It's like, oh, I'm going to have like a burger, you know, with three <laughs> pieces of meat and cheese with no bun mm. or something. And I'm like, woohoo, no bun. I feel like you may as well like have the bun. I don't know. Yes. No, exactly. That's the main thing with this. It's how they structure it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if someone's eating bacon, which is what we kind of see in the media sometimes, it makes it like more advertised or more appeasing to people. You yeah. can have eggs, bunch of eggs, bacon, heavy cream, and still lose weight. So they want those are foods people typically like. Right. So it catches their eye and their attention. But long term, we don't want to be eating those high fat, the saturated fats. We want to add more of the plant based, so like nuts, avocado, like you said, mm-hmm. just adding more of those plant based options. Oh, that's great. Now I got a random question for you. And if this is, if you got no clue, just let me know. But I always sit and think like, who comes up with these diets? And I'm like, who came up with the keto diet? Like who do you know? Yes. Well, I don't know who specifically came up, but it's actually was designed about like, I want to, I just, I looked up a little bit uh, more details before coming just to make sure I had the latest info. Um, but, but we even in school, we study the ketogenic diet because of, it's like a hundred years or so. I don't know the time frame, but wow. it was actually designed for kids with epilepsy. So that's where this oh. came from. It is, it is a treatment that we use for kids with epilepsy and it's very successful. Um, that's what it's designed for. And then people have taken it into the more weight loss and 
kind of changed the, the reason for a ketogenic diet. There is oh, newer wow. research um, that they're trying to see if it has an effect with lowering Alzheimer's risk. Um, but again, it's preliminary and it's hard to say yes or no. Right. But the reason for it was um, they, they noticed that when they restrict the carbohydrates, very restricted um, in kids that their seizures were controlled and even um, like lessened and almost like none. I don't know wow. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. <laughs> that kind of makes sense though, because, you know, like for people who have seizures, you know, and there's different types, there's people who are born with epilepsy and then people who mm -hmm. kind of develop these like stress induced seizures later on in life. But um, it, a part of that is how your body is like processing. And I could be wrong, but the fat, it's like your brain kind of mm -hmm. needs like some fats to like, you know, have everything firing off properly and everything sometimes. So that is, wow, I didn't know that. Thank you so much yeah. for sharing. And that's the kind of what you're saying. So physiologically, what happens in our bodies, our bodies naturally run off glucose, or which is what carbohydrates is broken down into. Mm -hmm. and so glucose is its preferred fuel. Um, but when you restrict that, um, or like, let's say someone's starving, mm -hmm. it uses all its glucose, and then it needs fuel still to function. And so it starts like taking fuel from other sources. And that's when it starts taking from fat, or the protein in our muscle. So when someone's on mm. ketogenic diet, it's similar to like starving ourselves, not to the starvation degree, but it's like a partial fasting. Hmm. Um, and so our body's switching from glucose to fat as our alternative, alternative, alternative energy source. Oh, wow. So it, it produces these ketones and that's what gives our body the energy. It's a lot that goes on scientifically behind it. I love it. I'm all about it. I, I love digging into the details and all that jazz. That's incredible. Um, yeah, okay. Very interesting. Very, very. Um, so I think now we are on number two. So let's uh, get in our third point. Our third one. So kind of going along with what we're talking about, when you restrict something, um, you're not getting the nutrients and or certain things from that, that food group. Mm -hmm. So the third one is ketogenic diet is very low in fiber. Um, and as you've heard me preach before, fiber is very important. Mm -hmm. It helps not only our GI health, but also helps our heart health. Um, oh, so we can only get fiber. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Girl, I didn't even know that. Thank you for telling yeah. me that. And making, wow, that makes so much sense. Yeah, wow. it can help lower cholesterol levels. Um, you know how like Cheerios always says helps lower cholesterol. It's because of the fiber content. Um, but so fiber only comes from carbohydrates. So our grains, fruits, and vegetables, those are the only sources of fiber. So by restricting it so much in the ketogenic diet, we don't get fiber. So if someone is um, doing ketogenic diet, it is um, highly suggested to talk to your physician about adding a fiber supplement. And a lot of times people who are on ketogenic, they, they suffer from constipation because of that too. That is incredible. You know what? I, a couple podcasts back, you did share with me about, you know, fiber and, you know, you go to the doctor and you hear that before, you know, and you're like, oh yeah, I need to eat fiber. And you think you are, and <laughs> it goes in one ear and out the other. And then I was like, hold up. She done said this fiber stuff like two or three times. Let me hone in <laughs> on this real quick. And so I started having an apple every day. Boy, let me tell you how much That's better perfect. I Feel. Oh yeah. my gosh. I was like, <laughs> why didn't I do this years ago? So thank you so much. I, I really value Yay. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it makes a difference when you get the nutrients our body needs. It keeps everything running like it should. 
<laughs> running properly. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So number four. Um, so four kind of ties into the restricting a food group and not getting the nutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, so long-term, if someone's doing ketogenic, it can run into some deficiencies in vitamins and minerals. Um, mm-hmm. So specifically, they would want to monitor vitamin A, C, K, and folate. Um, monitoring those because that mainly comes from carbohydrates and the fruits and vegetables. Um, and because they're restricting dairy as well, calcium and vitamin D can also be um, become deficient. So just kind of really monitoring our labs overall and making sure we're getting what we're supposed to be getting. If not through the diet, then they'd have to supplement in some form. Got you. Got you. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Okay. Number five. (laughs) Number five. And so those are kind of long-term, but short-term they can have um, some kind of um, side effects from starting the ketogenic diet. So when our body's flipping from carbs as our source of energy to fats, it takes a while physiologically to make that switch. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a a term called the keto flu. So it kind of happens within that first couple of weeks or so. And people um, experience like fatigue, dizziness, they get headaches. Um, And mainly that's, it's just from that switch. Um, Your body's like just adjusting to not having carbohydrates and trying to adapt to using fat instead. So it can Mm. cause a lot of uncomfortable symptoms, like flu-like symptoms that make people um, not want to do the rest of the diet or put put people off to it. So yeah, I feel to be aware of. Right, right. I feel like if the body's doing all that, that right there is some signs like, "Mm," you know, unless you're in that group where it's recommended and you're like you said, you're being monitored, you know, by a professional and all that. But yeah, that's definitely, you know, probably a warning sign. Okay, I think we have reached our last point on this. And so the last one, I don't know if it's merely a drawback, maybe more just like a caution. Um, so because our BMI, everyone has different BMI levels and our metabolic rates, um, it affects everyone's uh, metabolism differently and they produce ketones at a different rate. Oh, now I got some questions there. Sorry to interrupt, but (laughs) I want to make sure, you know, I value this information. So I want to make sure I get it. And the listeners do too. BMI, I'm thinking you're talking about body mass index there. Yes. Okay. You're on. And then now you talked about how we process ketos. Now, what's, what's that? Give me that. So, so ketones, that's what ketosis, this whole diet is trying to get you into ketosis. So when you don't use carbohydrates, we switch to fat, mm-hmm. um, but our body, like our brain and certain organs, they can't use fat. They only can use carbs or ketones. So the um. body further digests fats and creates these ketones. And that's where ketogenic, because your, your, your blood is high in ketones. So it's called ketosis. So that's what uh, the whole ketogenic, you're, you're turning or creating ketones. That's what ketogenic means. Wow. Um, so these ketones are little, like they're acid kind of, they're fatty acids, short little fatty acids that our body produces mm-hmm. from fat um, and they provide us energy. Mm. And so, so when you're on ketogenic diet, it's important to monitor those levels too. Cause if you're not doing the diet properly, you're kind of wasting your time because you're not getting to levels of ketosis where all these physiological changes happen. So if you're just eating these high fats and you're not doing it in proper portions, low car, low enough carbs or too much protein, it's not going to allow that shift to happen to monitor all of this. And obviously professionals can help make sure of all that. Wow. Incredible information. (laughs) 
Well, I have really enjoyed this conversation. I think that you've given us all, you know, a lot to think about with sharing the six points, you know, six considerations, you know, um, reason to be aware of things to be aware of about keto. And, you know, guys here, the goal on the podcast is just to share useful information. You're certainly able to take the information and use it in your personal life as you see fit and decide, you know, is this good information for me or not? But, you know, that's just the goal here is just to really get us thinking about, you know, what we're doing with our diet and, and, and how we're living and everything. So, I certainly appreciate this information, Jackie. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I really do enjoy um, our conversations around health. And, you know, for women, I think it's important to to have this section here on the podcast so that we can really kind of hone in, you know, on our health and everything. So if you haven't, guys, definitely connect with Jackie. She's on Instagram at a traveling dietitian. And you can also reach out on her website. She has meal plans. She offers coaching and a whole lot of other different services that you're able to take advantage of. I would definitely connect. She's definitely helped me, you know, um, on some things. And I've seen Mm -hmm. some changes in in my energy level and how I feel. So I really, I'm really, thank you so much. (laughs) I enjoy doing this. It's fun talking with everyone. Oh, this is awesome. All right, guys. So that is it for today. I want to thank you so much for listening to Work It Mommy. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.